Hi, my name is Davey O, and I'm a marijuanic. I'd say that I'm a marijuanic because I've been to so many Alcoholics Anonymous meetings and said that I'm addicted to pot, and they just look at me strange. So I came up with the word marijuanic, and um, that's what I'm sticking to. It's 1978 is when I first really started to smoke Hot heavily. I was 18 years old. I lived in Malibu, California, and I had a job as a framer. I remember coming home one day from work in the summer, right after high school, and I got into my mom's medicine cabinet and found a half a joint sitting in a not a film container, I don't think. I think it was a, um, just a medicine bottle, I think. So I took that out and lit that up. And I, I knew that they had smoked pot. And um, I knew that my brothers were growing pot. So what I did was I smoked it and that was the best. Now, I tried pot before this a couple times. First time I remember where I was probably 12 or something. You know, went down to a fort. I, I grew up in a place called Paradise Cove. And uh, there's uh, all kinds of um, wooded areas and ravines and little places like that. So a bunch of kids went out and we smoked some hash. And I don't really remember getting high with that. But with that half a joint, I sure to get high. And I remember looking out at the ocean, sitting on the patio, and just thinking, this is beautiful. And that's probably the time that I always wanted to recreate, that heightened sense of just being... Stoned. It was just a beautiful feeling. I loved it. So, later on I found out where they were stashing their weed and pinched here and there and eventually just started asking for it. And uh, right around that time uh, in the fall, I was going to college. So I ended up staying with my grandma in uh, Hollywood and going to Cal State LA and my intentions were good for a year or so and I kept on smoking pot but I just could not make it through college I wanted to be a recording engineer that was my dream and uh, during that time I had a job at Cherokee Studios Um, really uh, great opportunity working with um, high knowledge people and, uh, you know, music stars. Um, and uh, my job was basically at that time just cleaning up, just the night watchman. You know, that was my job. And um, cleaning up after they all left at 2 o'clock in the morning. I had the, the late night shift. And uh, what I'd do is I'd get high as soon as everybody left and start trying to clean up and pass out in one of the rooms or whatever. So, 
Needless to say, they fired me after a while. I had another job at the recording studio at the college at Cal State LA. And uh, they didn't fire me because I didn't get high during school too much. Trying to wait when I didn't really have to go. But I just couldn't stop. I mean, it was like the next opportunity I possibly could. I'd go down to my car. You know, I lived in a frat house. And uh, I'd go down to my car and smoke weed. And um, get high. And I had a, a beautiful girlfriend at the time. You know, it was all all really good. But I just kind of, after uh, about a year and three quarters, I gave that up. I just couldn't, couldn't handle it. And, uh, you know... Uh, Electronics classes just didn't cut it. Uh, music classes just didn't cut it with, uh, with all that. So I decided to uh, to go to North Dakota, and I went to North Dakota to be a dental technician because my dad said, uh, "Yeah, I can get you a job there." And I, you know, I was so stunned all the time that 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 that's fine. Okay, go to North Car- North Dakota. Anyway, this went on for years. Uh, I stayed there for a while, then I came back uh, to live with my brother in in, uh, in Oregon, and we got high all the time. And then for ten years, did that, lived with him for a while, and then then went to uh, Los Angeles. Kept on trying to do these moves and thinking that maybe that would fix it. I don't know. It just. Uh, was something to do to change the scenery. Moved to Los Angeles and uh, uh, continued. I had a window cleaning business in Oregon. I uh, started doing that there and, and continued doing that with a friend of mine in Los Angeles. And he had a band. And so there was a promise of doing something with music and uh, being involved with them. But I was, again, getting too high. I, had, I could have contributed a lot to the band, and I didn't because I was just too stoned, so I I didn't have very much uh, self-esteem either. Anyhow, um, as time went on, I just thought, you know, I like this too much. I I don't know. I I really didn't think too much about it at all. And uh, I... During one of the window cleaning uh, jobs that I had, I met a gal, and... uh, we really liked each other, so we we uh, of course I you know moved in with her right away. Um, she let me smoke pot in the house for a while, and then then I started hiding it because uh, we lived on a in a guest house, and the uh, the landlords live right next door to us, and these old German couple. So I didn't really I don't know if they really knew what pot smelled like. So I went out to my car a lot and smoked pot all the time and got high. Um, it just couldn't stop. I remember, you know, just going out listening to the radio and and getting high, and and I couldn't stop. I didn't even know if I really wanted to stop. Well, one day she was said I'm going to a meeting, and she went to uh, she was going to these meetings uh, for Alcoholics Anonymous, and then one day she invited me, and I went with her, and I heard stuff that I could relate to. They were talking about being uh, alcoholics and all this different things. And, you know, for me, pot was it. That was it, period. 
I drank a couple times at the frat house when when I was going to Cal State LA. You know, they had kegs there, but it just uh, I would rather go out and smoke weed. Definitely would rather go out and smoke pot. That was that was my thing. Uh so at the AA meetings that I was going to, I just couldn't uh well, I could relate. I I I really could relate to what they were talking. They're talking about feelings. They were talking about um, you know, it just seemed very intriguing and I was like, yeah, you know what? Maybe I smoked pot alcoholically. So I kept on going to meetings uh, and uh, at right around the same time, a really good friend of mine that was in the band I was working with as a, a stage manager, um, he was in dire straits with, uh, with crack cocaine. So my girlfriend and, and I at the time grabbed him out, literally grabbed him out of a closet and um, brought him over to our house to stay. And um, so when he was staying with us, we all went to meetings and um, that kept me going to meetings. You know, I thought I was helping him. And and in the meantime, I'm hearing all this stuff for myself and I'm relating to it. And I definitely related to what they were talking about, the feelings. They talked about you know, feeling less than or feeling more than at the same time is like, well, wow, that, that sounds like me, definitely. So what I did is I just kept on going to meetings and they said, go to 90 meetings in 90 days. And I kept on going and, uh, then I started going on my own and I started going to cocaine anonymous meetings cause they were close by my house. And, um, and I started going to narcotics anonymous meetings, trying to find something that would fit for my marijuana addiction. You know, my marijuana-ism is what I like to call it. Um, and what uh, what I found was uh, I was around for a year and um, what I found in the program, in the 12-step programs, and uh, what I found, uh, I heard wind that there was Marijuana Anonymous and I thought, that's it. I want to go see this. So I went to a Marijuana, marijuana Anonymous meeting in Santa Monica and uh it was in this office building and um you know i met a couple of people there and and uh i couldn't relate completely because all i heard was them whining about this problem and that problem and it was a very new program uh in los angeles at that time so i stopped going to marijuana anonymous for a while and then i just kept on going to alcoholics anonymous all the time staying sober and clean um and this is in 1987. Um, the first meeting that I ever went to was uh, in July 18th, 1987. And uh, and my friend Dan, um, he went to, we, we got to a meeting together on the 21st. And uh, we were both sober buddies, you know, and, and old friends and stayed, and that helped me stay sober a lot. Making friends in the program you know, calling other people. This is before, um, well, cell phones, I think were around. I think I may have had a cell phone, but I think more, I had a beeper at that time. Yeah. I don't think I really had a cell phone then. So, but I would call other people from my, and talk to them and go make plans to go to meetings and made friends, really good friends with a lot of people in Los Angeles area, West LA. And, um, just, you know, stayed in touch with them. Um, and uh, right around that time, uh, the road manager job that I was doing, I decided to quit that. And I decided to quit the window cleaning business with my friend and just do it on my own. 
and uh, that I that I moved out to LA with. So I did that and um, started on my own with the window cleaning business, and um, it um, it was a big change for me. And um, but I kept on staying sober, just one day at a time. You know, that's what I did. As I planned going to meetings. Eventually, through my friends, I found a, a workshop, and that really helped me out a lot. Um, we'd meet once a week uh, uh, down in Mar Vista. Uh, there'd be about 30 to 50 people at the beginning of the meeting, you know, and it was a 12 step workshop working through the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. And um, we'd, read, we'd read a page or two, and then we'd talk about it, and then we'd go home and write about it a little bit. And uh, then when we got to the steps, we followed uh, uh, the Joe and Charlie. It was basically the Joe and Charlie, what they call the Joe and Charlie workshop type of uh, um, program of working it. And basically, it's just a, a, a working it out where you know you get your you do your resentments and you do the steps and and uh, and you do your fourth, fifth, and sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, the whole thing with the group and it was really good and we'd, we'd uh, around right after the fourth step we'd all go out and have uh, a big group dinner by that time there was only about maybe from the 50 about 20 people so um, we'd have a really nice dinner and that would be fun it was a lot of fun um, so I, my point is is I, I, I made new friends and I had a lot of uh, new friends in sobriety and that was uh, the thing to the thing to do to keep me sober um, and, uh, like I said, it was 1987, you know, now being 2016, it's been 29 years plus, um, and what I do today is I, uh, clean house, work with others, trust God is what they say. And, um, that means to me, um, first of all, I trust that my intuitive thought may be a good thought, but I double check that with other people. And um, I go to meetings, sometimes two or three a day with these phone meetings here. Um, and it really helps me out a lot. Um, and helping others, we we started this this phone meeting, the the world phone meeting. Um, about it, uh, it's been a while now. We started it out, and um, it really helped out a lot. It was real. Uh, it was just there was five of us at first that started it out. So we did. We decided to do five days a week, and uh, we all picked a day. So I picked. Uh, I picked uh, the Tuesday uh, meeting day because I knew I had a, a Tuesday meeting. I had started a couple of other meetings in in, uh, in Raleigh where I live now. I live in uh, Raleigh, Chapel Hill, Durham area now. And I started a couple of meetings there. Um, so the one meeting that I uh, still go to and still secretary of in, in Durham was on Tuesday. So I thought, well, that'd be good. Just have a, a meeting uh, day where I'm a secretary or I guess we call them chair people here. So, um, I decided I wanted to make it creative and recovery and, and, uh, 
and did that for quite a while. And then um, work just got too much uh, during the day. So I decided to to give that up. And I'm uh, glad I did because it, it gave way to other people being able to be of service and um, and not to have to hang on to that. Um, and that's really been uh, great. Um, so that's, you know, uh, doing the steps. I, I, I'm right now I'm currently, uh, doing step seven with my sponsor again. You know, this is the seventh or whatever time that I've done this over the years, but, um, uh, doing that with my sponsor now has really been helpful. It, um, it took a while for this last uh, duration to to get from four and five with I when I did with him to six and seven. It took quite a while, and um, it it's been very very helpful um, to realize that I have defects of character and be willing to get rid of them and uh, being willing to and turn those over to. higher power as I understand higher power and as I don't understand higher power I don't know uh, how how to do it all I know is that I have not had to take control of that type of thing myself and that's been very very helpful with that in mind um, I just would encourage anybody to keep coming to keep coming back because that's what they told me uh, they said it works if you work it. There's a lot of cliches. Um, I went to a lot of uh, a lot of meetings. Uh, I've been to thousands of meetings, and um, the other thing that really really helps me out a lot is I do consciously the set aside prayer. I set aside the things I think I know about the program. I set aside the things I think about I know about you or me. And especially spiritual matters and why so I can have an open mind for a new experience of all those things and um, that's one of the prayers that I learned in the workshop um, and it's been very very helpful for me the set aside prayer and um, I was able to uh, uh, they asked me to make my own third step prayer in the workbook there's a workbook that we have in here um, a life with hope workbook and all this can be found on marijuana-anonymous.org. That's probably the most important thing. If uh, if you have web uh, access to go to to there and, and 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 fish around, see what see what works for you. And with that in mind, I will go ahead and say that my twenty minutes is up, and I really appreciate the opportunity to share. Thank you so much, and. Keep coming back. It works if you work it.